T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 908 Total Information AM on KMOX with Carol Daniel. I'm Tom Ackerman. Even as inflation has been slowing down, some grocery store staples are still going up in price. In some parts of the country, you'll be paying out the nose for eggs. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. There is a bird flu in the Midwest, and most of the eggs that come to our grocery stores here in California come from the Midwest. So far, almost 58 million birds in the U.S. have been infected or euthanized. It's the country's worst outbreak ever. The unfortunate reality with this particular strain of the bird flu is that it seems to be potentially endemic in wild birds. Meaning it could be here to stay. Jill Vanderhaar, Vanderhaar and her husband own Main, Main Street Pastures near St. Rose, Illinois. She joins us now from the family farm. Jill, welcome to KMOX. Thanks for your time. Hi, good morning. So good morning. Big question. How much are your eggs now and has the price gone up? Well, no. Well, we did our price, last price increase last spring. Um, we charge $6 a dozen right now, and that's for large uh, pasture eggs, eggs that we come from our chickens right on our farm. All right. Well, are you selling more, less, the same? How are things we, going? We are. When um, when our price gets gets uh, lower than the grocery store price, we get a little bit more recognition, and people are, are, uh, are asking questions, asking price, where can we get them? Of course, it, it increases the demand. So your eggs did normally cost more than the grocery Correct. store. <laughs> They do. They do. We we raise them in a regenerative manner. They're out on the pastures in the warm months, moving around. They're eating bugs, sunshine, fresh air. You know, they're not your conventional chickens that are raised inside of a barn. Well, they're so yeah. Just in general, they cost more. Yeah, yeah. They're very important. I know that uh, this t- time of year, especially. How do you protect them? Well, we. We hope we're a little bit we are a little bit away from our main bodies of water as far as the the avian flu. Um, you can take as many precautions as you can, you know, washing your shoes and and making sure that we don't uh, come in contact with other birds and bring it back to our flock. So you're you're always kind of aware, but there's only there's only so many measures you can you can put in place. That story we just had, they talked about wild birds. Um, among the, the 50 million that were euthanized, have you lost any of your hens to any of your birds to the avian flu? We have not. We have not. Yes, we're, we're fortunate. We, we run a flock of about 600. So, This is Jill Vonderhaar. She and her husband own Main Street Pastures near St. Rose, Illinois. What does it mean to be pasture-raised? By the way, your farm's 130 acres. That seems very large to me. Uh, How different uh, does that make the eggs taste? What does it mean to be pasture-raised? Well, so we put our hens in what we call an eggmobile, and so it's essentially a a wagon, and it moves around the pasture. And inside of there is the food and water that they need, their nesting boxes, and it gets moved around the pasture in, in the, like I said, in the warmer months in the springtime here, we'll start moving them again every other day. So they get, they're getting bugs, they're getting grass, they're getting sunlight, fresh air. Uh, we raise all of our own, we grow our own grains, 
to use on our feed rations, uh, non-GMO corn and roasted soybeans. So we feel like we're putting in the inputs to make a healthier chicken and thus a more nutrient-dense egg. How different is the taste? Well, I've had lots of people tell me they will never go back to a grocery store egg after trying ours. So really? I take that I take that as a compliment. We we take pride in in raising you know our animals the best that we know how, and and also by bringing people to the farm and showing them where their food comes from. And I'm curious too: do the eggs produced do do chickens produce more or less when they're pasture raised, or larger or smaller? What is um, not necessarily, not necessarily more has to do with uh, the variety of hen and such. Jill, can you tell the difference when, when you go to a restaurant or a, a diner or something? Can you, when you have I their can. eggs? I like, can. I'm not going to lie. When we go out of town, if we're driving, we bring our own eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure the you chef know? loves that. The couple <laughs> well, at table nine, they have their own <laughs> eggs. <laughs> right, right. Actually, that's kind of, I like that. So you bring your, so would you bring your own and and uh, obviously you can cook them. But when you bring it, would you bring them to a restaurant? And say, hey, can you? No, <laughs> no, I, I've never done that before. But if we're going out of town somewhere where we have our own kitchen, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do <laughs> cook them ourselves, yeah. You do sell to the public, but you also do um, work with restaurants, right? Um, n- not currently. We have in the past. It, you know that kind of ebbs and flows, especially with with COVID. Um, we have several local uh, little grocery stores and in quick marks that um, purchase our stuff. We do big farmers markets in O'Fallon, Illinois, Vine Street Market in the summertime. Um, people come to the farm to buy our eggs. So a lot of different avenues. Talk about the variety of hens that you that you have. I I'm sure people are thinking, well, how many are there? Right. Uh, we probably have on hand about six or eight different varieties. We started with just. 12 chickens, like like lots of people do, you know, about 11 years ago, we got our first 12 chickens. And then, oh, those are those are kind of cool. Let's try this variety of hen. And that's, that's, then let's try that variety of hen. And each each breed might lay a different color egg. So when you get our eggs, they're, they're, there'll be some brown, there'll be some white, there'll be some green and blue and a whole variety of colors. It's just something that we've enjoyed seeing the different varieties of hens and their, their temperament. My kids... They always have a few that they name that are a little tamer than the others, and they're they're out there petting them, and and they might get a few extra treats. You also sell meat, right, Jill? Uh, pork, beef, lamb, chicken. Uh, how is that going? We do, we do. Yeah, um, COVID has been um, you know a curse for lots of things, but it also has brought an awareness to where your food comes from, and so I think people um, can can appreciate that a little bit more, and maybe willing to spend a little bit more on on a better quality local you know food that that's raised where they where they know you know where they know the farmer people are and i have a friend who a friend of a friend you know has they have a farm in kansas and she bought you know half a processed cow and shared some of that meat with us and it it, it was different it definitely you could tell uh, are people yes. doing that from from your farm buying a whole processed or a quarter of a cow or or, or does that work with pigs as well works with pigs and beef both um and that's kind of how we started we just had a few animals we had a few acres and so we started just selling quarters of beef to family friends i mean word of mouth um yeah you just you have to have the freezer space and you have to like the variety of cuts so when you get a quarter of beef you're going to get some hamburger you're going to get some steaks you're going to get some roast some soup bones 
you know, the whole variety, the whole gamut. But you're going to get all one animal from a farmer that you know, and you're going to get it in your freezer and, you know, for for a better price than you would if you're just going to go to the grocery store and buy just steaks. Well, it was a dream of theirs to start their own small farm with their children, and Jill Vonderhaar and Chad Vonderhaar, the owners of Main Street Pastures, have seen that come to reality. What's next for you? I, I see that you have a menu and specials and all kinds of That's stuff on your website. a fantastic menu. MainStreetPastures.com. We do. Thank you. Well, yeah. we actually just are breaking ground on a on our hopefully our last big endeavor on the farm. We're remodeling and adding on, and we'll have a, a, a nicer storefront and a packaging area and a bigger bigger freezers to store product. So that's our, our project for this year is to get that up and going. You know, as, as you just start small and you grow, right now our farm store is just in our garage. Um, and so we're hoping to have a, this, this new building will have a dedicated area, be a little bit more welcoming so people can stop in, see the animals running around the backyard, grab their eggs and meats. And I, my goal also is to hold to to carry other local products as well because we we have a passion for for local food and and good quality, you know, products. Well, your your husband grew up uh, on a farm. I would imagine, Jill, you are in fact using that psychology degree <laughs> with your business with your farm. We try, we try, we enjoy it, and, it, and it's a ho- all hands on deck. Our we got four children, and they're they're out there with us every day. You know, they help us at the markets, they're stocking freezers, they're pulling orders. And if it wasn't for them, and, and we have some other some other uh, helpers that are, Chad's got a, got a nephew that's a big, a huge help, and a few high schoolers that come help us. You know, it's, it definitely is a, is a group, you know, it, it's a, it's a, you know, it takes, it takes a small, small army, you know, to keep everything going. So. I would imagine. Well, Jill, thank you so much for your time. Uh-huh, thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.